10 minutes remaining. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Daily Happy from 10K Dollar Day. It is Wednesday, February 10th, 2021. I wrote all of that down. I'm Lula Picard. I'm Allison Burns. And whether you're waking up or winding down, we want to be there for you. You can also hear our voices on our other podcast. It's called 10K Dollar Day. It's a complete other podcast, so you do have to look for it in your feed. One zero K Dollar Day. It's comedy, luxury <sighs> travel, so many good things. But this is the 10 Minute Daily Happy. That's right. And this week we're featuring Omaze, which raises money for charity by offering cars, cash, travel experiences with some of your favorite celebrities. For example, you can win a limited edition Honda Civic Type R and support the Thurgood Marshall College Fund. So it's a win-win again. So just check them out at 10kdollarday.com slash Omaze. Give me that car. (laughs) Give it to me. All right. So, Allison, have you heard about this smallest reptile on Earth they just found? Wait. Yes. Isn't it like a... a, Wait. It's It's so small. Yeah. It's like a miniature lizard. It's a miniature lizard. Everyone, you may have seen the pictures because the internet is breaking, basically, uh, from this tiny little reptile. It is the size of a seed. Oh. That's how little it is. So two of them were discovered by a German Madagascan expedition team in Madagascar. Okay. It's called the Brookesia nana or the nano chameleon. Okay. And it has a body that is from top to tail less than an inch. Oh, that's it's insane. Teeny, and tiny. It's, and it's not just a baby. No, it's not just a baby. They found the male. They found the female. They, they're they having problems finding a lot of them. Obviously, I mean, we didn't even discover them till 2021, right? right so right. they're real good at hiding out. And they're also, unfortunately, they think pretty close to extinction. Yeah. But, um, they're going to work real hard to find more information about this smallest reptile. But isn't it amazing to think that there are still animals we don't know anything about? Well, that's how the ocean is. That's why I don't go in the ocean. Yeah, I forget. There's like I forget the the number, but there's a percentage of the o- ocean. It's like crazy, like that we haven't even, that we've never even like explored. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. You know that question that we talked about a few days ago. Mm-hmm. We talked about that SpaceX expedition, oh, yes. Yes. and we said, you know, if someone came to you today and said, "Hey, I've got a spot for you on the big," you know. Yeah. Space guy place. Do you want to go for free? And you said, I don't know. And I said, absolutely. I will tell you this. If they told me that it was in the ocean, I'd say no. (laughs) Yeah, I would too. I mean, I I have that ability. I could, I could scuba dive any day of the week if I wanted to. I could learn that. No, I could decide that was going to be my new hobby. And Mm -hmm. I am not doing that because animals live there. That is their home and they deserve you protect it. Agreed. Yeah, there's, you can't, you, we don't de- belong there. We can't breathe underwater, but I mean, I guess you can't breathe in space either. So. Yeah, but I don't feel, well, here's the thing. I don't know, but I don't feel that by going to space, I'm invading a home because it just seems like expanse of space. Mm-hmm. But what if we are? I know it's tricky because we don't know. I mean, isn't there a percentage of the space world too? We've never. I mean, all of it. We have, yeah, <laughs> because we have it. It'd be like ninety nine point nine 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 percent. 
Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's like all of it. You're right. What am I talking about? You're right. (laughs) There's so much to see, everyone. So much to see. Oh my gosh. Okay. I have um, a heartwarming story or a story that might change your life. Okay. Pick one. Ah, let's do a change your life story. All right. I'm going to tell you the best way to heat up pizza. Oh, (laughs) okay. I'm excited for it. So what's your, what's your method of heating up pizza? My method of heating up pizza? Well, it's, it depends on how much time I have. So the quick method is in the microwave. I just throw it in there. Right. The longer method would be preheat the oven and put it back in the oven for a little while. Okay. It does say that those are the two most popular ways of heating up a pizza. Right. And my parents actually switched to doing it this way a few years ago. I'm a big fan. And then this came out as an article today. Okay. So so what you do is you actually do it on the stove in a frying pan. And I'm telling you, it's awesome. Really? I've eaten it this way for the last few years. Yeah. So you put it in the pan with the heat on. The bottom is starting to get crispy. Okay. All right. Yeah. At this point, my parents actually flip it okay. and like cook the cheese a little bit on the, on the nonstick pan as well. Yeah. But what this article is saying is once it's been in with the heat on for two minutes, the bottom is crispy, place two drops of water in the pan away from the pizza and reduce the heat to low put a lid on it and leave the pizza to steam for one minute, allowing the cheese to melt, the tomato sauce to heat up and the bottom and crust to stay crispy. Okay. Right. Yeah. I mean, it does sound like egg with the water, the water droplets. Like I put water on one side. Oh, and then what? Well, I mean, I like crack. Well, I put a little bit of like oil or butter, whatever I have, and then I crack the egg on it. And then as uh-huh. it's getting, you know, hot, I uh-huh. kind of, you know, tilt the pan. Hold and then on. I put water in it. Is the pan hot or not hot when you put the egg in it? It's hot. So you've you've melted all the fat. The yes. fat's now the hot. Okay, 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 okay. Got it. And then, then but you then the you put water in. because then the egg doesn't stick. But doesn't the water make it? Uh, sputter a lot because of the fat? Mm, not that I notice. I mean, so not, no, I don't think so. Oh, okay. I don't do that water step, but yeah. Um, but why are you doing it to, to, so that to... it doesn't stick? Oh, okay. So the pan, the like uh, egg yolk. No, the egg white. Huh. I didn't know that trick at all. Yeah. I mean, but it may I not be a actually... trick. It may be just be dumb. I don't know. That's just what no, I do. No, it might be a trick. And also, Maybe it works on your specific surface of pan too. You know what I mean? Because everyone's going to have different types of pans. Yeah. I don't know. However, I invite you to try that with the pizza. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Um, How much longer do I have? Oh, you have about two and a half minutes. Oh, great. Then I am going to tell you this story because it's really cute. So there is a man. His name is Paul Grisham. He was a meteorologist in Antarctica in the 1960s. Okay. Okay. It's been 53 years since he was on Antarctica. And last month, his phone rings and there's Mm -hmm. a guy that says, are you missing a wallet? And he had lost it in Antarctica. No. 
In the 1960s, he <gasps> got it back on January 30th. It had a beer ration punch Two card. Two minutes remaining. His military identification card, receipts from money orders he had sent to his wife, a recipe for Kahlua, <gasps> and, uh, and an atomic, biological, and chemical warfare pocket reference, which he was required to carry at all times. He was there for the United States Navy in Antarctica. So here's the cool thing. The people who found the wallet were amateur sleuths. Their names are Stephen Dicato, Sarah Lindbergh, and Bruce McKee. And this is what they do. This is their hobby. <gasps> their hobby is to go find things at thrift shops, Navy yards, whatever. And then they like seriously online search their owners. <gasps> so they found this guy through uh, a nonprofit that he started to honor service member. Oh, no. They found uh, the person that helped them find it through uh, a nonprofit. He started to honor service members. Then they start this huge search for the guy with the wallet, which they found him through like ancestry.com. They had to go through lots and lots of things. It was definitely a team. But when they asked this group, like, why do you do this? It's because um, the person who found the wallet at first, he and his daughter lost everything in a flood. Oh my goodness. And so they say like, no items are really important when they get lost. We want to help people find their items. Oh, I would love that job so much. It's not a job. It's just a hobby. Don't ping them. But isn't that like the coolest use of your time ever? Yes. Yes. I would absolutely love that because I love like investigating. I always thought I'd be a really good like PI. Oh, you would be a great PI. You, You should do that. I know, right? You would Ten, love it. I would nine, love it. Eight, and you have lots of reasons to seven, be places. You're an actor. Six, yeah, exactly. Five, and if someone four, catches me, I'm an actor three, so I can act my way two, out of it. One. Perfect. <laughs>